ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. All right, we're ready to go for your Tuesday, July 13th edition here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of this very program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. We've had some fun today, I hope. I've got some comments from Nazi Johnson. Also, I've got a, uh, a couple of conversations I want to share with you. Had a chance to sit down last week with Talit Keaton, Jamari Edwards, Billy Ross. So we've got all of them coming up. And, of course, as I mentioned, your phone calls, your tweets at Paul Swan, Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. So we've got you covered, ready to go. Uh, Already another day, another Coach Huff tweet. I'm just going to keep track of how many, really, how many are there? I think he's used them all. Of the Steph Curry gif. How many of them can he possibly use without recycling? He's he's finding new ones all the time. Of course, every time he posts one of those, the herd's getting bigger, herd's getting stronger. And today, Andrew Morris, who is rated a three-star linebacker from 247 Sports, he is from Gilbert, Arizona. He makes the announcement this afternoon on Twitter. He is going to be committing to the herd and Coach Charles Huff. So, Good commit there for the Thundering Herd. Basketball, USA, losing again, this time 91-83 to Australia. That happened last night. And, of course, it's getting kind of iffy out there now how good this team could be because that's going to follow a loss to Nigeria. Obviously, first Olympic exhibition match that took place over the weekend. You know, the USA has a stellar record in exhibition games, but... They have lost two now in a 48-hour period. USA is now 54-4 and in exhibition games since 1992. A couple of days ago, they were 54-2 and in exhibition games. So you got a feel for this team right now. Hopefully they're going to get it squared away. You're going to have to play a different style of basketball. you got to play an international game if you want to win these things. And I don't know if Team USA is equipped properly. You remember when Team USA would just go out and devastate teams? International basketball is a lot better than it was with the 1992 Olympics. It's a lot better. So no worry there. I think USA will bounce back fine. Taking on Argentina, that's coming up tonight on NBC Sports Network at 6 p.m. Major League All-Star Game taking place tonight from Coors Field. 8 o'clock, we're going to have that for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Looking forward to that one. And if you watched the Home Run Derby last night or listened to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, New York Mets slugger Pete Alonzo, second consecutive Home Run Derby. 35 home runs in the first round. That was huge. It was just fun to watch those things go out of the ballpark. So we've got all that action for you coming up tonight. And again, it's right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 with the MLB All-Star game taking place from Coors Field. 
So you've heard me talk about ESPN Plus, right? It's my, for the most part, in season, I, I've got to have it. And the price is going up. $6.99 a month now. And this is on top of a lot of acquisitions. You're going to have more tennis there. You're going to have a lot more hockey. So the price is going up, but you're getting more content. There's going to be 75 exclusive hockey games on ESPN+. And, of course, you're going to get to see a lot more content on the Plus. If you like me, you love hockey. But still, it's $6.99 a month. Now, if you're getting the bundle, that means the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus bundle, that price isn't going up. That's actually probably the better value. If you like Disney Plus, if you like Marvel, you like Star Wars, or if you have a kid in the family, you got to have Disney Plus. And then on top of that, if you do the bundle, you'll get ESPN Plus and you get Hulu. I feel like I'm making a sales pitch here for, for the Disney bundle, but... I currently have the Disney bundle. I don't have anything else other than, well, okay, I'm not paying for anything else streaming. I have HBO Max, and I hope they have some more sports content on HBO Max. That would be cool. I have that. I have Peacock because of cable. I have internet from Xfinity. So I get Peacock. I haven't watched much of Peacock, but it's there. I did watch hockey on it when NBC was streaming the Stanley Cup and streaming a lot of the final rounds on Peacock. I thought that was really clutch for me. And so I hope more sports is on Peacock as well. But I've got that HBO Max. I'm kind of hoping to see more. Uh, Amazon Prime, of course. If you have Prime, you get the streaming of select games there, and hopefully they're going to increase that. But as it stands right now, ESPN Plus probably still my go-to. I almost wish if Marshall games were not televised on a national outlet that just all games would default to ESPN+. That's where I want to see a lot of herd action. If it's not going to be on a a prime sports network with real estate, like CBS Sports Network, if if your games are going to be on CBS Sports Network, I'm good. That's fine. That's, That's real estate that is pretty good. But if you're going to be on Stadium, and uh, this isn't against Stadium, I'd rather just be on ESPN+. Plus. At least it's better than what it has been. I'll give them that. It's a lot better than what it has been. But still, just for reach, if it's not going to be on national TV, ESPN+, Plus, I think more people have access to it. I think it reaches more. With that said... What is your experience with that? Find me on Twitter at Paul Swan, Facebook with Drive with Paul Swan. Uh, we have a group for you. We have a page for you. We post the podcast there. Uh, sometimes we give you show updates and alerts. We're going to do that more often as well. So uh, you can follow me there. You can follow me on Twitter. We got you covered no matter what you like. Uh, I have TikTok. I'm just not using TikTok. I- I'm- TikTok is bad. As we found out a couple of days ago here in the great state of West Virginia, TikTok is bad in the wrong hands, and I'll just leave it at that. So what do we got coming up for you? I've got Nazi Johnson. I had a conversation with him. We're going to hear some of his comments from that also a little bit later on. I've got Talit Keaton. I've got Jamari Edwards. I've got Billy Ross. I've got them all. I had a chance to catch up with these guys earlier in the week, last week, as 
football is getting closer to actually happening. And so, first chance to talk to these guys in a long time. And we're going to hear from Nazi Johnson when we come back. Later on, Talie Keaton, Jamari Edwards, Billy Ross, your phone calls, your tweets, your Facebook comments, all of that coming up here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, July 13th edition of Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Had a chance last week to catch up with Nazi Johnson as football season is closer than you think. Henry Heard getting ready here real soon. Navy, first on the schedule, but that's here in a few weeks. We haven't even got into that just yet. Let's get into what's happening now with the Thundering Herd. As I mentioned, had a chance to catch up with Nazi Johnson. And Nazi's been around for a while. He He's seen a lot. He's been through a lot. And I was curious, just talking with him, what his transition was like coming in with a new coach like Charles Huff. It's actually it's actually been a pretty uh, smooth transition. At first, I wasn't really bought in because you know it's a new coaching staff, and I'm like, man, why did get rid of my old coaching staff? I've been here with them, but then I bought in, and then I, I realized the path he has us on and what he wants us to achieve and what he believes we can achieve. He's saying he always says we are we're already a championship team. We just got to close the gap like a little bit more. Like if we can finish the season, we can be a really good, really good football team. So closing the gap, that's been a theme with a lot of these interviews. And I wanted to know from Nazi, maybe just a little bit more nuance from him. When you hear closing the gap and you say you're buying in, what makes you want to buy in? Because he, he's after all, he's been around coaches for a long time. He's heard coach speak. But when Coach Huff says, hey, you're already a championship team. We're just going to close the gap. What? makes you believe in closing the gap what made you buy in the proof is in the pudding i mean he's been in alabama so he's learning from the best and and i believe if you learn from nick saban and tells us about it some some actually has to work so with him saying that it's like okay it's not just words we're actually doing stuff towards it like we have two spot at practice like everybody's getting um work and everybody's practicing there's nobody standing around um we don't have no off days. We have um, throw arounds, seven on seven. It's voluntary, but ain't ain't nobody missing it. Like so, it's like we're doing things that we wouldn't usually do, like at other places. And, and um, with the last coaching staff, we didn't we didn't have those um, in place to get us to where we want to be at. So closing the gap, doing things differently. He said nobody's missing the voluntary stuff. And you got to have that buy-in because if they're not bought in, they're not going to be doing the voluntary stuff. So, Nazi, you hear that from him, you think, wow, okay, there's a real reason here to buy in. And so when I was talking to him, I kind of wanted to get a feel from him. What's coming? What should we get excited for? What have you seen? What do you know that maybe we haven't heard about yet or we haven't? had a, an idea of, and you're really excited for, what is that thing that we haven't seen yet that we should look forward to? Oh, I'm excited for what we really have in store for everybody to see. I mean, it's it's a whole new defense. I mean, I, all I can say is a whole new defense. We're, we're pressuring more and more eyes, more opportunities for interceptions for the secondary because we're running with five DBs on the field. 
So we took out a linebacker, had five DBs, and we still got four D linemen. But with the extra DB, we do a lot with him. We send him on blitzes and coverage, um, cover twos, a lot of NFL looks. So it's going to throw off a lot of teams. And then our offense, they um, with Knox leaving, we, we have Sheldon. And Sheldon is a really good running game. But it also opens up our playbook to spread them out and let him, you know what I'm saying, one-on-one -on -one with a linebacker outside as a wide receiver this time. So it throws a lot of loops and other people's schemes against us. So I like that. He's excited, and uh, he's excited for us to see it as well. Now, he's somebody on the defensive side of the ball that you know has seen a lot. And, of course, that means his offense as well. He's seen those other guys. He, he has to go up against them at times. So he knows what they're doing, so he might have a, a good idea of what we can expect from them. So I wanted to get his point of view. From the defensive side of things, what do you see from your offense? I see a lot of shots taken down the field. I mean, they're really challenging on corners a lot. Um, a lot of perimeter stuff. They're trying to get the ball to a perimeter because if they can get speed on the outside and get leverage, they're going to win just about every other um, against a lot of defenses. And um, their plays um, downfield is very like different because like, um, a lot of teams run concepts and they're like breaking a rule of concepts. Like if one does a slant, two is really um, supposed to do a slant too, but they usually they'll send two on a fade and run a slant by one. So it's like that throws off a lot of things. So it's like a lot of one-on-one -on -one chances they um, make. So we're seeing that playbook open up. That's what that tells me right there. The playbook is opening up. We're going to see some things that maybe we didn't see before. And we're going to see the offense take advantage of some defenses just by maybe being a little bit more unpredictable. Maybe that would be huge. That would be huge because, let's be honest, there were times where you sat there and you thought, okay, this is what the play is going to be. And you might have been right. Now we just don't know. But it sounds like it's going to be pretty exciting to see this offense, and it's probably making it hard on the defense to work with them on a daily basis just because of the fact that they're throwing things out there, making them better, but at the same time, I'm excited from what I hear from Nazi about. I mean, he sounded giddy. He sounded giddy. It's like, oh, yeah, you you got to see what, what our offense can do. They're going to throw some things. I mean, we got problems with it. I can't wait for other teams that don't see it, don't understand it, to have to deal with it. And – I could tell that. Let's get that in his voice. He was like, yeah, they're they're going to throw some things out there. So you know the offense is going to open things up. So when talking to him, Nazi's been around for a while. He knows he knows a lot of the guys. He's seen how these guys progress over the years. So I just wanted to get him to kind of tell me who he's looking at. When he's out there on the field, we see him, guys, how their game has progressed, how, how they're working. Who's exciting him right now? And he gave me a couple of names. Um, I got two. I got Corey Gamers. Um, he's been, he's been um, I think, the ex. I don't really know the offensive things. But he's uh, a lot of plays for him. But my, my main one is Talit because the way, I, like, I, um, all spring, me and him been going at it. I was the star. And I was following him around. And the plays they got for him, it's like um, almost like, Deontay Smith um, for Alabama. Like the way they're running, using him, it's like that type of offense. And it's a lot of misdirections, and you got to really be 
uh, stout and uh, disciplined defense to stop that type of offense. But Talik is one of mine. I can't wait to see him play. We're going to hear from Talik in the next segment, but Talik's one of the guys that he's excited for. And yeah, I like it the defensive guys sometimes go, look, yeah, I can't wait to see what these offensive guys can do. Personally, when talking to Nazia, I just kind of wanted to get a feel from him as well when we were when we were talking. What is exciting him? What excites him the most at this moment? The main thing I'm excited for is the fans. That that atmosphere that the fans bring, and it's just something that you can just I don't know. Last year we played with fans, but well, for full stadium of fans, it's, it's a different it's a different feeling. You make plays, you hear the fans roar. So I'm really excited for the uh, fans and just to come, get back to normalcy being normal, don't got to wear a mask and stuff like that. So stuff like that. No more testing. No, no more testing and all that. I'm vaccinated, so no, no, all that extra stuff we got to do. Yeah, no more three times a week with those tests. Yeah, that had been rough. Some guys got used to it, but still, three times a week, you had to be dedicated to do that. That was Nazi Johnson. Uh, he mentioned one of the guys he wants to really keep an eye out for. He's excited to see. Talik Keaton. We're going to hear from Talik when we come back from break. We'll get your phone calls in as well at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Later on, uh, we're going to hear from Billy Ross. I know a lot of people are excited to hear from him. We've got his comments. I've got Jamari Edwards as well. So we're going to hear from all those guys. I'm going to get your comments from social media, your phone calls in. All of that's coming up here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Natalie Keaton, one of the players that Nazi Johnson looking forward to seeing. I had a chance to catch up with him earlier last week. Closer to football. Welcome back. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive. For this Tuesday, July 13th, pretty soon it's going to be August. Pretty soon it's going to be game day. We're getting closer and closer. And last week was uh, just a sign that we are almost there for football season. And as I mentioned, Talik Keaton had a chance to catch up with him earlier in the week last week. And when you hear from Talik, he's going to talk about things like what closing the gap means and his his journey to this point. So I usually kind of start out with these guys when we're talking to them, just kind of get a feel for where they're at at the moment in this process. Um, it's, it's a change with the new coaching staff, but sometimes everything's like needs a change. So it's a change for the better. And the summer has just been a straight grind, day in, day out, straight grind, closing the gap. What does that mean, closing the gap to you? Get better 1% every day. Focus on the next thing, just close the gap. Has it been more of a tear down the rebuild, or was it when Coach came in, there was a lot of good things to, to build off of? You know, what's been that process like for you and with him? Everything's been great, honestly, since Coach Huff came in. Everybody bought in cause to his, uh, his way of coaching and his way of doing things, going by things. Everybody bought in, so everything's been going perfectly. What was that buy-in for you? What was the one thing that maybe excited you? Um, the energy that he had as soon as he got here and like his plan for everything. He said he don't want to. We're not gonna. He's not gonna build championships. We want to be champions. So, ever since he got here, 
that's what we loved about him since the first day, energy. That's all he has, energy. What's been the, the thing that's maybe excited you the most as you see the changes? Um, honestly, the new the new locker room and stuff that we're supposed to be getting soon, and also like the workouts and the way we go by like when we get on the field and stuff. Like just with the the coaches and stuff, everything's just great. Evaluate yourself first. How do you see how it went for you, and then where do you see yourself going? I've been getting better, getting stronger and faster and stuff like that, cutting out body fat with the new uh, program and stuff. But this season, I, I, I feel like it should be a big season for me because like. I'm growing up, more mature and stuff, so more experience on the field. Now, evaluate your teammates. How would you say they progressed, and maybe who's standing out to you? Um, as a whole team, everybody's progressing day, day in, day out, and um, I can't really put a name because like everybody's like everybody's here on the same level, progressing day day by day. Who are you most excited to see when you're out there? You know, either side of the ball, who are you most excited to see? Why? Um, Grant, Grant for sure, because. He was just a freshman last year, and he has the experience now, so it's just going to be scary this year seeing him actually be out there on the field. How has he progressed? He's got older. You can tell he's got older by a lot. He definitely got older. Does that mean a lot? You know, I mean, it's because it's only been a few months. Does that really mean a lot that he's gotten older? He's gone through it now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It means a lot. It definitely means a lot because last year he was just a redshirt freshman, no experience, and now we went through the spring with him with new coaching staff, and just everything just looked great with him. The buy-in was there with him last season. Now, is the buy-in paying off in your mind? Um, the reason it's paying off because last year we hit a stump in the road when we played against Rice, but now like we. Because every time last year, we were like, next year, next year, next year, and now it's next year, and everybody's like, everybody's head is on the same swivel, and we focused on one goal as a whole team. So everybody's bought in as a team collectively. What'd you pick out from that? What'd you take away from what he had to say? The one thing I took out from that is that the way Coach Huff is doing things, he's really into. He likes how they practice. He likes how they go about their business. He, he really likes that. I took that away. I also took away, there's some things changing for Marshall football. Facility improvements, for one. And we've talked about that for a long time. It's difficult to do this stuff. So you're going to have to have support. You're going to have to have money and support to do these things. And as you see how Coach Huff operates, this is a man that, is not afraid to just go out there and do it. He is not afraid to go out and be forward-facing for Marshall football. And that's okay what Doc Holliday did. I mean, Doc was a old-school, get up early, get his plan together. He already had it together. Get to the stadium, execute the plan, grind all day, and then when he was done... And this was late. He'd go home to reset again. He would just he would just nose to the ground. He was not the type of guy that just wanted to go out and be forward facing, wanted to be the front of the program here. He wasn't that guy. Coach Huff, on the other hand, he's that guy. He's out there, he's on Twitter, he's having fun, he's drinking Red Bulls. He's trusting the process. The herd's getting bigger. He loves Steph Curry. He's all over the place. He has won the social media battle. And that also means getting some people excited about Marshall football 
and then getting some people to open up their wallets. And so we have facility upgrades. And and that was one thing that I took away from listening to Talik. It's like, look, I mean, we're getting some things here. I'm excited. New locker room. Locker rooms are important for kids. It might not seem like it really is, but it's important because this is a place where they go. They're in the locker room a lot, and they're getting some other facility upgrades. And that means you're you're really showing that you're invested in these kids, top to bottom. If everything's first class and, and you're showing that you're invested in their health and their well-being and everything, and you want to go about business that way, you're going to get these kids to buy in. And that was some of the takeaway I took there, especially with him. Like, hey, look, I, I'm excited for locker rooms. Okay. You know, and I can see why. All right. Up next, we got Jamari Edwards. Uh, Jamari Edwards, same thing. Just kind of get a feel for where he's at right now as we go through this process. Uh, it was definitely a learning curve, but um, so far, I like it. It's different. You know, new coaching staff, new, like, uh, scheme, but everything so far, I like it. What stood out the most to you during this, uh, this time? Um, so far, one thing I know that stood out uh, the most so far is like conditioning and uh, just the way we train now is much more uh, efficient for what exactly our team needs, you know, our weaknesses and what we need as a team, not just so much of everybody gets strong. It's more about like our weaknesses as a team. You personally, uh, how you benefited most uh, during this time? Um, I say over, uh, well, last year I was playing through an injury. Um, so yeah, this year, with this new coaching staff, new uh, strength condition regimen, uh, I feel like I'm much more healthy, feel more uh, balanced. Uh, I feel like a better athlete than I was last year for sure. Who has stood out to you in this whole process? It doesn't matter if it's a coach, uh, fellow teammate, and, you know, going through this uh, process so far, you know, who has stood out to you the most and why? Um, I say so far, I say Coach Huff. You know, um, just him coming from such a big program in Alabama, uh, him coming down to you know, this uh, mid-major level, um, I definitely see a lot of changes, you know, between him and Doc. Uh, he's coming in trying to do everything, like what we're missing as a team. You know, everything's coming on as it should, you know. So I just see a lot well, we're coming with Coach Huff. He's talked about closing the gap a lot. What has that meant for you? Um, closing the gap, it means just, let's, uh, you know, we fell short last year. Obviously, whatever we were doing wasn't enough. So there's a gap that it needed to be closed so we could uh, win a conference championship this year. He came in, he basically said you were close. Yeah, has it been like a, a total tear down the rebuild or has he just built on the foundation? You know, what's been his process, you know, getting you ready? Um, so far he's done um, just a lot. I can't really name everything, but just overall it's a lot. He's done as much as uh, any coach we've had here so far. Coaching staff as well. Coach has brought in a lot of uh, new faces uh, to you. Um, what do you think about them? Uh, anyone other than Coach Huff stand out on that coaching staff? Uh, I say uh, Coach Gieger, you know, he brings a lot of energy. You know, like from last year, our coaching staff was a little different. It was a little bit more serious around here. You know, Coach Gieger, he still come handle business, but, you know, he just bring a, a good energy, good vibe, good, uh, like, vibe to practice, make everything a little more fun, you know. Fun. That seems to be a key I've heard a lot as well. The players are having fun. And again, this is not a criticism of Doc Holliday. As I said, Doc was a guy who, he was old school. He, When you got him to smile and you got him to laugh, you know you did something good. And I don't know what he was like in those 
private moments when it was just him and players. You know, I, I don't know how fun Doc is, but you, you get him outside of football, you get to know him, you get to talk to him. He, he's a he's got a good personality with Coach Huff and the staff he's assembled. It's it's high octane. There is a difference though. It's high octane. And you've heard that a little bit. Fun. There, there's more fun going on. They're taking care of business, but there's some fun involved in this. And so that's a good thing to know. Because after all, at the end of the day, unpopular opinion here, it doesn't matter about wins and losses as much as, you know, are, are these kids having fun? And yes, I know, unpopular opinion here. But I want wins as well as you do. And I, I do, but at the same time, I don't want these kids miserable in, in that process. I mean, go out there, take care of your business, have some fun. I mean, this is a time of your life that you're never going to get back. This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Go out there, do the very best you can. Have some fun while you're out there. And uh, sometimes we just take it a little too serious. Again, I know this might be an unpopular opinion. I'm not going to lose my mind over a loss if they were – if they gave it their best, I'm not going to lose my mind. With that said, when we come back, uh, let's hear from Billy Ross. Now, Billy, coming back to Huntington, coming back, spent a lot of time in North Carolina, decided that that wasn't working out for him. So he's taking the opportunity to come back, and he's going to play for the Thundering Herd. He was a fan of the Thundering Herd. Grew up watching Marshall football, so the opportunity for him to come back seemed a little special for him. And we'll hear from Billy Ross when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I am a pretty good driver. You're safe with me, I promise. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Yeah, don't worry. I got the wheel. It's all right. So, a lot of people probably would be at Jonesy Edwards Stadium this fall excited to get to see Billy Ross once again. And if you don't know Billy Ross's story, I mean, let me give you in a nutshell. Huntington High School product. Offensive lineman, big focal point. A lot of people were into what he could offer. And so he was getting a lot of attention in the recruiting process. He signs with North Carolina. And he spent some time there, decided that things were ready for a change here. Gets in the transfer portal, and almost immediately the herd decides to just jump. So he's right there in the transfer portal, and you're thinking, okay, hey, this is a local kid. He wants to come back. He wants to leave a situation. We got to get him. And so the herd gets him, and it worked out for everybody. And so now you got Billy Ross coming back. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of people following him. Going to be at Jones Edwards Stadium where he, as a youth, watched herd football. So he was familiar 
with the Thundering Herd. I mean, you didn't have to go out and really put the hard sell on him. He was already a fan. So Billy Ross is back, and a lot of people were excited to have him back. And so I wanted to kind of get a feel for him, for his perspective. He's coming into this situation a little different. It's not coming back with a new coach from a previous coach at Marshall. He's coming in, and it's almost fresh for him. Because Coach Huff is basically the guy who, after he got into the transfer portal, Coach Huff basically re-recruited him. Or he he came because of what Coach Huff and Marshall was selling probably and what it meant to him. And so that's where we begin. Just kind of get a feel for where Billy Ross is at in all of this. So I came here, uh, got here about the second week of May after I graduated from UNC. Uh, Started meeting with Coach Morrissey, getting to know him a little bit more. Um, and then, obviously, we hit workouts start of June, and um, they've gone well. Uh, we've done some player-led practices. I've gotten to know the plays, uh, know the guys, and uh, learn a little bit more about this team, and uh, it's, it's going smoothly. What are you excited about most now that you're, uh, you're in this position? Uh, just playing, uh, getting ready for that first game, you know, playing against Navy. I'm super excited about that. And then... Uh, Playing in front of these fans, you know, I grew up here, so I'm really excited to do that. A little bit more special for you. Yeah, you, know, you mentioned that. You grew up here. It's, yep. um, you know, a lot of people come in and learn about it and fall in love with it. Yep. I mean, you were probably already in love with it before you got here. Yeah. Yeah, so I grew up coming to, I've probably been to I, it's 50 games in my my life, I used to, used to be season ticket holders, come to all the games. I've always been a Marshall fan, always rooted for them, so I know what this community and this fan base brings to it. I'm super excited about it. And you've got that, as you just mentioned, you've got that fan base built in as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, is it more excitement there, a little bit of pressure on you? You, know, you want to go out there and perform well when you have that opportunity? Yeah, I just I just want to perform well for my team. Uh, just to, all that matters is uh, we get the win every Saturday. Um, you know, I don't really feel like there's any pressure pressure on me in particularly. I just want to go out there and play the best of my ability and, you know, win a bunch of games. Now, a lot of these guys are coming into this situation. They've been here a long time, seasoned veterans. Hey, you're coming in here fresh. It's all yeah. new to you. What stood out to you so far as you've gone through this? Uh, what's exciting you the most as Coach Huff getting it right? You know, we have great leadership on the offensive line. Uh, Alex Millett and Will Almer, they've been here forever. Uh, they bring a lot to the table. Um, we got a lot of older guys on the offensive line. I think we're going to be really good. So that's what excites me, playing alongside a bunch of veterans. And I think we can uh, do a lot of good things up front. Who stands out to you the most as uh, you've grinded with these guys? What player? Yeah, who stands out there? Yeah, I mean, anybody in particular? Or um, I'd probably go Millette. If you watch Millette work out, it's, it's insane. You would not believe how fast this guy is. Like, he, he's really impressive. It, it'd definitely be Millette. As far as uh, as the season goes, uh, you know there's a lot of expectation. We've got a yeah, new coach coming in. I mean, for you, it's a new coach period. So, yeah. you know, uh, it's maybe a little different from you. But, you know, you've seen Marshall from afar, and now you're in with this program, what are you feeling, what are you seeing as, first as a fan, now as a part of the team, you know, what's maybe different, what's the same to you, because uh, there's a lot of energy it feels, of course with a new coach you're going to have a lot of energy, but it yeah. feels like, you know, there's a, a huge build up here for that yeah. first game. I mean, I've definitely been around Marshall football a long time, you know, just growing up here and being a fan, but this is the most energy I think I've I've felt or seen, you know, I mean, I can't speak from it might have felt different. You know, it's been a long time since 
uh, I felt this way, I guess I'm saying. But definitely a lot of energy has been brought to this town since Coach Huff's been here. He's doing a great job. He's doing the right things. And I think it's going to give us a great atmosphere to play in Saturdays, and I'm, I'm super excited to play in that. I think about it all the time. Billy Ross, the Huntington High product, back in Huntington with the Thundering Herd. Wasn't he one of the players that Grant Wells said the other day that he was looking forward to? Wasn't he one of the guys? I think he was. Because when I asked him who are you looking looking forward to seeing, of course, you, you got Billy Ross on that line. You're thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to be feeling pretty good to you. I think that was – I think he mentioned him. Let's find out. Uh, Billy Ross is some guy I'm, I'm really excited to see. I'm, you know, you know, we – it's no secret we lost a, a big weapon on the offensive line, and I think he'll fit right in um, with that offensive line. It's a very mature offensive line. A lot of games under their belt, um, and, you know, that's one group I don't really have to worry about. One group he doesn't have to worry about. Those guys will keep you upright and keep you where you need to be. Yeah, so Billy Ross, one of the guys that your quarterback is excited to see, and so he should be. I think that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Hey, before we go, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show or you want to go back and catch maybe a previous edition, all you have to do is find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcast, you're going to find the show. Also, if you join me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at Paul Swan. I'll post links at times as well. And you can also be a part of Facebook the Drive with Paul Swan. We get a page and we get a group for you. All great places for you if you want to keep up with what we're doing on a daily, weekly basis. And, of course, if you do go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, if you wouldn't mind, hit the subscribe button. It'll come right to you. And if you would be so inclined, you have an opportunity there, you can hit a review button. And then leave a – give me a good review. Good, would you do that? I'm asking. I'm just asking. Good review, please. And the more that you review what we do, the more other herd fans, other fans can, can find this stuff. It surfaces a lot easier. So if you would do that for me, I would really appreciate it. And with that said, thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. We'll have results from the All-Star Game. Go National League. Yes, yeah, said it. Go National League. That's, that's, what am I talking about? You're all National League fans, right? Except that, except you. you. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. That You're that American League fan. You're the one. The rest of us, we're National League fans. So go National League. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.